You know what will keep you warm in the great white north? A little true crime with your host, Megs and Jess. Hello, Canadian true crime fans. I am your host, Jess, and this is my fabulous partner in crime, Megs. (laughs) How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm enjoying back to school. I bet you (laughs) are. enjoying fall. (laughs) I love my children, but they were ready to go back. (laughs) They were ready. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. Yeah, they were like, I mean, anybody I know who I spoke to has children. They all said like the last week they were just like bouncing off the walls. They were ready to get back into the swing of things. And so, and so was I, and so was mommy. Exactly. (laughs) And it's just so beautiful right now. I mean, I just, I love fall and the air is, it's got a little bit of that crispness and the leaves are such beautiful colors right now. We get, especially here too, because Alberta doesn't really get red so much. We just sort of get orange and yellow, but here in BC, like in Vancouver, like the bright, bright red. And this is my first fall in, you know, almost 12 years. So I am loving every minute. Plus I'm so excited for boots and scarves and my cute jackets. And oh, I love it. Pumpkin spice lattes, you know. Right. We're, we're going to a corn maze next weekend. So I'm excited about that. And Oh, that's fun. Going to go, yeah, pick out our pumpkins. I mean, I know I'm a little bit early, but. That's okay. I'm already excited. My kids are the same as me because they're already like, what are we going to be for Halloween? And like, Jack has already got all his Halloween costume all planned. It's already ready to go. So is he Marty McFly again? No, he's going to be an astronaut this year. Oh, that's cool. He was Marty McFly for probably like four years in a row. And he, when he was really little too, right? And it was kind of funny because I remember him in kindergarten. He was like the only kindergartner who knew who Marty McFly was. And he's like, Mom, nobody knows who I am. But all the teachers say wicked costume. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, no, he's he is an astronaut this year. I even had to I ordered all the astronaut or the sorry, NASA like patches. Oh, yes, of course. And had to sew them all (laughs) on his spacesuit. So, yeah, he's like ready to go. And I was like, at the time, I'm like, Jack, it's like September 4th. He's like, it's okay. It's okay, Mom. I want to be ready. I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's my favorite time of the year. It's hot, toddy, <laughs> wetter weather. Not mm-hmm. sweater weather. It's hot, toddy weather. That too. So, yes, it's, I mean, unfortunately, we know what's coming next, especially in Alberta. It's our torrential downpour of snow, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's okay. My That's kids right. love it. They'll go play outside when it's minus 30. Because we get that dry cold. It's nice. Yeah, it, right? You, it, yeah, it's it, different. No, if it ever does snow in Vancouver, which it didn't last year while I was here, it uh, it's just wet. And then it goes away in like a day. That wet cold is like down. It's like cold to your bones kind of thing, right? It's different. Oh, it's freezing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. different Different jackets, different everything. It's Your, your puffy coats don't, don't protect yeah. you from the rain. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it is different. Listener discretion is advised. This episode talks about triggering topics and is not recommended for young audiences. While we are not detectives nor journalists, we'd like to thank the real detectives and journalists 
that worked on this case so we could research the information and share the story with our audience. All victims deserve a voice. Today's case is about the murder of Marie Goudreau. So this case actually happened 45 years ago. And it's just, if you're an Edmontonian like I am, you probably heard about it in the news because they just reopened it. And the Alberta RCMP are hoping for more tips to come in on this case so that they can finally solve this homicide. So let us begin. In the summer of 1976, Marie Gaudreau was a young 17-year-old girl who was described by her family as very bright and a lovable teenager. She had just graduated from high school and had found herself a summer job after graduation. She was hoping to have a career in law enforcement, actually. She had such beautiful long brown hair, and it was, she had that very 70s look, like it was parted right down the middle. and The classic. And yeah, yeah, I, I love the picture of her. And she had these big, beautiful brown eyes. And one thing I noticed in any picture that I found of her is that she always had a smile on her face. It kind of really, you could tell that it really just showed her true character. She still lived at home on her family's farm, which was just outside of Beaumont. So if you're from Edmonton, you know you know where Beaumont is. At that time, Beaumont was pretty little. It was in 1976. The population was only about 846 people. Oh, wow. It was small. Yeah. So now it's actually become known as a city, and it's got a population of over 18,000. So it's really grown in the last 45 years. And it's, it is really a cute little city. If you've listened to our episode two, the case about the disappearance of Ryan Shuka, he was also from Beaumont. That's right. He was. Yeah. On the evening of August 2nd, 1976, Marie dropped a friend off at the former Edmonton Industrial Airport. Now, I've never heard of this airport being called this, but I, I read it in a few reports, so that I was kind of surprised. So is this the Edmonton International Airport? Nope. Oh, it's another one. Yeah. So the airport was originally called, was the Blatchford Field, which was named after the mayor, Kenneth Alexander Blatchford. The airport was also called City Center Airport, which would have been the municipal airport, right? Oh, it's a municipal. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it was the one right in the middle of the city. Right. And I think it changed names a few times, which is kind of confusing. But it eventually completely closed in 2013. And I don't think it was really being even used much at that time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the the name Industrial Airport came in. But So Marie dropped her friend off at the, let's just call it City Center Airport, around 9.15 p.m. She then visited two friends at their apartment in Edmonton around 10.30 p.m. She left to go home because she had to work the next morning at the Woodward's Cafe in Southgate Center. Aww. Do you remember going there? I sure do. Yeah. Especially as a kid. It closed in 93. But, yeah, I remember that. So it, the mall looked completely different, too. Oh, I know. Now it's now it's pretty cool, actually. It definitely – I loved Heritage Mall, though. Mm-hmm. I know. It's similar vibe. Really beloved Heritage, but – well, actually, Southgate is under renovation right now, too, so mm-hmm. it's changing once again. But after she left her friend's house, uh, her exact whereabouts or who she encountered is, is unknown. However, police found her car abandoned just after midnight on August the 3rd. 
So the following day, it was on Range Road 244. So Range Road 244 is going to be south of Township Road 510. And Township Road is now known as Ellerslie Road. Oh. So very close to, like, Beaumont. Police found her blue Plymouth Cricket, which had been reported... It had been parked there since 11 p.m. the night before, and the vehicle was registered to her father. The car was stopped in the southbound lane still running. The headlights were on, and the driver's door was wide open. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The driver's side window was also rolled down about three-quarters of the way. Inside of the vehicle, a brown leather purse was found with money still in it. There was a pair of sandals and a mahogany-colored leather coat, which was folded very neatly on the back seat. All the items in the car did belong to Marie. There was no signs of a struggle that took place. It did look like Marie had willingly gotten out of her vehicle. RCMP searched the area by air and ground. The ground search was led by dogs and horseback, and they could not find Marie anywhere. So police quickly concluded that she must have stopped the car. Something stopped her, right? And was it somebody she knew? Was someone pretending to be in distress? Yeah, because if her door was yeah, because if her door was found open, that means she would have gotten out of the car, right? Exactly. Their witnesses, however, did report that they saw an idling truck at a nearby intersection. The person driving the truck has never been identified. And back then, it would have seemed really weird to for you know, a vehicle to be idling. Like, even now, if you see a vehicle idling or pulled over, you're kind of, I, sometimes I just think automatically, like, oh, maybe they're sending a text. Or because some people are very good about pulling over to text or call or whatever, right? But back then, there was no cell phones. There, you know what I mean? It was also a very desolate road. So why would you stop? You know, it's sort of interesting because, yeah, why would you uh-huh. stop like that? It's sort of, I don't know, unless they were lost and they were trying to, like, you know, reassess where they are or something, maybe. Hmm. I mean, that's true. Sadly, on August 4th, Marie Goudreau's body was found. It was about 1.7 miles, 2.7 kilometers north of Devon in Parkland County. Her body was found in a water-filled ditch near Highway 60, and she was found nude laying face down. Tragically, an autopsy was done and it was confirmed that she had been raped and she had died from strangulation. There was an extensive search in the area. Her brown pants and navy blue ankle socks were missing. Those items to date have never been found. Hmm. There was more than 600 leads that came in and they were all investigated. From reports that I had read, there was a big tip that came in during the winter of 1977, so it would have been almost a year after she had been murdered. The police investigated, and no more was really said. They kind of just said, oh, you know, there's no more to go on here. But I've, I have found often once you kind of, a case has been solved and then you hear the whole story, that they'll get in leads or tips or they have someone on their radar, but in order to protect the integrity of the case, they keep certain things secretive. Well, in case it's really because you know mm-hmm. it could deter. They keep it out of the media, especially. yeah, because they don't mm-hmm. want the perpetrator to hear it. Because what if then he you know flees or something like that, right? 
In 2005, homicide investigators reviewed the case again as part of an examination into the deaths of other women in the Edmonton area that had also been murdered. Their bodies were also found in surrounding rural areas. I mean, are these cases linked to a serial killer? That's something that they have wondered. RCMP has confirmed that certain exhibits were seized that had the presence of DNA. And they've never been identified and they've been trying to find a profile. So one thing I thought was interesting, in Canada, the very first DNA testing that was ever done was in 1987, and it was actually done on a case in Edmonton. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was in the case of the spandex rapist who attacked several women in Edmonton. So, however, the sample that was available for testing proved to be too small to give a reliable result, and the suspect was a, ended up being acquitted. I mean, there, there's a whole story to that, too. The suspect was later found guilty in another case um, for a rape case in Calgary. So I'm sure he was, you know. Guilty. Yeah, guilty of the one in Edmonton, too. But DNA testing has solved so many cold cases. You know, I mean, and there's times, though, however, it's not always a slam dunk. DNA is just kind of one piece of the puzzle. One example that I thought was kind of interesting was... There was a murder of a woman in the UK by the name of Lynette White. She was murdered in 1988. Three men were first convicted and imprisoned for her murder. However, they were eventually found to have been wrongfully convicted and their convictions were overturned. Once new technology became available in 2002, DNA testing was done and DNA found that the murder scene ended up being a match to a young boy. Police said the boy was very young, like a child. There is no possible way he could have committed the murder. Yeah, so weird. That's, that's weird, right? Which, of course, completely stumped the detectives at that time. It was later discovered that the young boy's uncle was, in fact, the killer. Oh. So, it, right? It's interesting there. Humans are... So I read this. Humans are thought to have DNA that is 99.9% .9 identical. The 0.1% is what makes us individuals, marking each person as unique. So this is kind of an interesting fact, right? I mean, it's like the same thing about humans and chimpanzees. They have actually just 1% difference in their DNA, further proving how significant that small difference can be. And of course, generally speaking, more closely related, if you're more closely related to someone, the more similar your DNA is going to be to them. Yeah, that makes oh, I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Genetics as well, right? The Alberta RCMP Historical Homicide Unit is now in the process of reviewing the case, and once again, will pursue any avenues of the investigation. Right now, we're just hoping to put this out to the public again. Uh, with this many years that have gone by, there is always the concern that someone who might not have been comfortable uh, sharing information with us before, uh, they may pass away before they have an opportunity. So we'd like to get this back into the public for that. I mean, people talk, right? I am, I am sure somebody knows something. The Leduc RCMP are also asking for the public's assistance for any information in relation to this homicide. They are still trying to find the missing clothing that belonged to Marie. The smallest tip can help. So if you have any information, please contact the Leduc RCMP at 780-980-7200. I mean, or call the local police. It's, it's, the case has been reopened because Marie deserves justice.
Sadly, both her parents since have passed. So, which would have been so heartbreaking because they never, they they never got to see justice. Or well, they never got closure. Yeah. No. She does, however, have her siblings who are determined to see justice served. Her sister, Monique Goudreau, said, Marie's death is a continuing heartache for us. She is still very much missed by all seven of her siblings. So that's a big family. At least they can hopefully get some sort of closure if, if and when pertinent information comes to light. Please go to our Instagram page at Great White North Crimes. You can also find us on Facebook at True Crimes in the Great White North. You can also email us about this case or any case you would like to bring to our attention at truecrimesgwn at gmail.com. Please also don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Like and share. It's the only way to keep our little podcast going. If you enjoy listening, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because for some reason, I don't know why Spotify won't let you leave a review. Come on, Spotify. Get with it. I know. (laughs) I've actually had a few people who have said like, oh, I love your, you know, I love uh, your podcast and I've I've been trying to figure out how to leave a a review on Spotify and I I mean, me and you both have tried and even on other podcasts, I don't know why it's not working, but. A big thank you to all of those who are listening. We just grew to 7,000 downloads, which completely (laughs) blows my mind. I know, right? We're we're growing slowly but surely. You can see pictures from this case on our Instagram and, and, of course, all the other cases that we have covered. Thank you for listening, True Crime fans. And please, if you know something, please call the LaDuke or Alberta RCMP. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Till next time. It's a long time. Uh, the family has never had the opportunity for closure. Um, and there's a person out there, a person who's responsible for a, a tragic event. If you have any information on this or any other crime, please call Crime Stoppers toll free at 1 800 222 TIPS.